Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! And it's that time of the week again. All your royal news. Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Roberta. And I'm Rachel. And it is the birthday episode. It really is. Like, can we just like get out of the way and sing happy birthday together right now? I actually... (laughs) Should we sing it for everyone? We should sing it for Archie. I mean, this is going live on Archie's actual day. I Happy forget birthday how many to you. Oh, I love singing into the microphone. And there she goes with the acapella training. <laughs> I forget how many spring birthdays there are for the royal family. It is yeah. actually really wild. It's just, yeah, a blitz of birthdays. I know. It just keeps coming. All right. Well, those royal reminders before we dive in. As always, follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Send us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. How are you doing this morning, Rachel? I'm good. I'm actually, it's been a pretty rainy week, but I'm good. I did make a note, Roberta, something I wanted to ask you that I forgot to text you about is your weekend. How was the cacioe pepe that you ate? Oh my goodness. (laughs) We needed just like a quick sidebar because you did a beautiful Instagram update about the weekend, which had actual plans. Like we are really segueing out of this. It feels. We really are. It felt so good. I did yoga outside, which was really nice. I, um. But back to the catchy. No. (laughs) Back to the the pasta. I know. I know. Yeah, it was so fun. It does feel like it's really, um. And with like most of the people I'm hanging out with too are fully vaccinated. So it does feel like things are really, and I think spring weather too. It's just like, it makes it feel. New York just announced May 19th that they're opening back up for a lot of things. For Harry and Meghan's wedding. No, (laughs) I was like for Harry and Meghan's wedding anniversary. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Actually though, I think it is May 19th. It is. um, (laughs) Right. No, I mean the the date that they're reopening. (laughs) But yes, it is also their anniversary. We've got royals wow. on the brain. We wow. should probably dive in. Yeah, we should. We should. Uh, we have a lot coming up this episode, you guys. We have, well, as we already mentioned, happy birthday, Archie. Today, the episode, the day we're recording the day before Archie's actual birthday. But how is he too, Roberta? I cannot believe it. And uh, we'll we'll get into it. It's yeah. our royal history updates. We'll so yeah, it. we're flashing back to May 6, 2019. Uh, for that occasion, we also speaking of birthdays, as we mentioned, Princess Charlotte, Jack Brooksbank, we're discussing all the picks. We also have an update on Megan's new children's book. The Ultimate Father's Day Gift coming out in June. I can't believe she's an author. This is wild. Add it to the list. Her resume is is, uh, vast. And then Prince Harry's live in-person appearance at Vax Live. We have that and so much more coming up. But first, our royal refreshment. And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. You can hear my ice clinking around in my iced coffee because it's a little bit early. But I have an iced are, tea this morning. I know, it's 9.30. We are 30. raring to go. I was sad because we have so many updates about lots of alcohol launches from the royal family. I was like, man, we're. I wish we were drinking some Sandringham IPA that the queen just 
launched. Ooh, wait, I didn't even see this, that she released yeah. a beer. It's a new beer, a couple of beers brewed from plants at Sandringham. And they're That's available in the Sandringham cool. gift shop, which just added to the list, Roberta. We are going to the UK this year. It's going to happen. Oh, it's going to happen. Because it's sure. sold at the gift shop there. I have a few other stops in mind, too. We'll, we'll just get to a few that later in the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for our royal trip. Um, yeah, I, I had to do iced coffee this morning. I'm I'm a little tired if you can hear it in my voice, but Yeah. No, I can't. Right. You're fine. It's just yeah, it's it's hard when it's a dreary week. But while we are sipping, let's talk about this reader DM mixing it up this week from Becky. She said, I just wanted to say I absolutely love listening to you and Roberta each week. You guys have had some amazing guests and I hope that continues. It's been so fun to listen to. I find myself going back and re-listening to old episodes of the pod. You both brighten my Thursday. God save the pod. That's so sweet. I love that. I thought that was so nice. And it does, I feel like Roberta and I were talking about it pre-recording, but just it hasn't been just the two of us in a little while because we've had so many major newsbreaking events that we wanted to have. You know, we had Tom Jennings, Andrew Morton, Victoria Murphy, Omid Scobie, Elizabeth and Micah last week. It's just been really, really exciting, but also just the two of us. I'm just (laughs) going to sing the whole episode. I loved when you sing. Um, it really. Oh wait, can you tell us what your acapella group was named again? The Wheaton College Wheatones. Wheatones. The Wheatones. I love it so much. Yeah, just I absolutely. Um, <laughs> I love every minute of that time in my life. <laughs> we really have such incredible guests. So recently, like I feel, I feel starstruck a little bit, and I, I just like every time we get a new confirmation from someone it is really incredible but it is nice to go back to just us for a little bit yeah. but but then like we'll probably have a guest on for when Megan delivers I know when the, is a that? baby that's so my, that's like the million dollar question really soon I know yeah well speaking of which this week in royal history and now this week in royal history We are flashing back to just two years ago, the birth of Master Archie Harrison Mountbatten-Windsor. So Archie turns two on the day this podcast airs, and he was born at Portland Hospital on May 6, 2019 at 526 a.m., I will always, always this this lives rent free in my head. This <laughs> mini news conference that Harry gave right after Megan gave birth in front of the Windsor Stables with horses behind him. So here's a clip from that. Uh, yes, um, I'm very excited to announce that uh, Megan and myself had a baby boy um, early this morning. A very healthy boy. Um, mother and baby are doing incredibly well. Um, it's been the most amazing experience I could ever um, possibly imagine. Um, How any woman does what they do is beyond comprehension, but we're both absolutely thrilled um, and so grateful to all the love and support for everybody out there, um, from everybody out there. It's been been amazing. So we just wanted to share this with everybody. And what about names? Are you still thinking about names? Still thinking about names, Alan. Um, It's, uh, yeah, the baby's a little bit overdue. So we've had a little bit of time to think about it, but um, yeah, we're still, that's, that's, the, that's the next bit. But for us, I think we'll be seeing you guys in probably two days' time as planned um, as a family to be able to share it with you guys and so everyone can see the baby. I mean, you can't stop smiling. It must have been, I mean, <laughs> as as every birth is, is amazing, but for your own child, it must be, oh. I haven't been at many births. Um, <laughs> this is definitely my first birth. Uh, but it was amazing, absolutely incredible. And as I said, I'm so incredibly proud of my wife, um, and as every father and parent 
we'd ever say you know your your baby is absolutely amazing but this little thing is 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 absolutely to die for so i'm just over the moon oh i mean you get like the most proud dad also nervous the rubbing of the hands you well can i hear feel it. like that's like also like just excitement i love that excitement. he was just like you know doing that it's like i forgot about that part he and was then just the internet, so giddy yeah so giddy the internet went wild over him thanking the uh, reporters and then turning around thanking the horses too like, knowing that they, <laughs> he was like thanks guys thanks guys and then turns around says thanks to the horses it's like <laughs> I mean I feel like it's just such like a sleepless night like he was obviously yeah. up all night and just like it's like delirious also it's, just you're so happy that you're just like thank you thank you thank you <laughs> the yeah, gratitude yeah. at that moment it, it's so so sweet so we found out Archie's name two days later, although the, the biggest kind of controversy around this was that the godparents weren't announced around the christening time. But we do know that the Times reported that it suspected Harry's former nanny, Tiggy Pettifer, as well as Mark Dyer and Charlie Van Straubensee are all godparents, um, whether that, that's never been confirmed, actually, by the Sussexes. But that is what the Times said they have found out. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that he was master archie and not prince archie and from the oprah interview we know kind of a little bit more of the backstory of that although it is kind of unclear so megan mentions this in the interview she's so under the letters patent issued by king george v um mountbatten windsor is entitled to become a prince on the accession of his grandfather charles prince of wales so megan kind of talked about this and said that he wouldn't become prince because Charles wants a slimmed down monarchy and that whether it was because of the color of his skin, the comments made about how dark the baby would be when he was born, we just don't know. But it is interesting to look back and see that um, now in light of what we know, it wasn't decided by the parents as was report it was widely reported. I mean, we all thought that they chose for him to be Master Archie because he could live a relatively normal life. He wouldn't have to go to, you know, royal events, ribbon cuttings, all of that 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 comes with it. So Yeah, there's definitely we don't totally know the reasoning behind that, but it definitely you know, Megan went into some detail in the interview. Right. What do you remember about this time, Rachel? Because we actually did a countdown to the birth. We had an IG IGTV, was it series? Yeah. IGTV. I mean we were I doing with that. Gosh, all the we, IG live. IGTV I, was what it was. And we did yeah. like a ro- it was Royal Bump date and we were yep. doing sort of daily updates for what? Like one and a half minutes at a time. I mean, it wasn't yeah. even that long. We would just I be like, "Here's the latest news." To go off of each day, but I just I loved it because we would like we kind of prepped it where we had like props. Remember, we had like our fascinators yeah. and our little mugs, and it felt like and masks. We had the the masks oh yeah the face of, not yeah. not the masks as we think of them today, no. but just like actual like a royal mat like cutouts a- of their faces. Yep, yep. <laughs> just to mix it up, you know. But that was gosh, that was feels like a lifetime ago. It was a really exciting time. I feel like they share they used to share a lot less about the baby than they do now. And mm-hmm. whether that was because, you know, their press office was telling them like, you know, just wait, just wait or whatever. It seems like they now have just a lot more freedom to decide what they want to share. They shared you know, that they're having a daughter this year. Mm-hmm. So I think that that, like, like we didn't and know. And I think that was, like, the, the quote-unquote first-ever royal gender reveal, right? They never say that, any of the royals, right. so. Yeah, so it does it does feel different this time. But so much has happened in Archie's life in the past years. So the Africa tour, he was four months old. They moved to Canada. Then they moved to California. They did the Save the Stories on his first birthday. They had that 
gorgeous Christmas card that was kind of half illustrated, half photo. The Archwell Audio Podcast cameo. You can speak in turn. Archie, is it fun? Fun. Fun. <laughs> After me. Ready? Happy. 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 New. 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 oh my god the laugh oh this feels like a great moment to be like when will we hear that next episode please we just want maybe archie could be their third host because he's so chatty (laughs) oh he's so chatty i know harry told james corden he said my son is hysterical he's got the most amazing personality he's already putting three or four words together which i'm super impressed by he said he's already singing songs his first word was crocodile which is three syllables so i'm hoping for another social media well not social media because obviously they they're, yeah, they're like but social, social media via but, Save the Ch- Children. I mean, that was a social media like debut or birthday announcement or update, but it wasn't theirs. You know, it was a right. Str- it was smart. Yeah, the Save with Stories. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe they could read Megan's new book. Who knows? I feel like it, it, if they do release something about Archie turning two tomorrow, it will be charity adjacent. Um, but also, Megan will be celebrating Mother's Day this weekend. So I don't know if you remember that sweet little photo of Archie's feet. And um, they I had do, a poem. Yeah. They, yeah, the couple lines from a poem that was really nice. So, but yeah, it's a big year for Archie because also he's on the cusp of becoming a big brother. Like it's a lot, you know? It is a lot. It, there's so much that's happened. Archie's chick in. I mean, we just <laughs> – the beach the beach video of him. There was this photos that her friends released. Like they, I think, quickly took down, but it was right before the Oprah interview in support of Megan, and we got to see another glimpse of Archie. So, um, yeah. And then Mother's Day. I yeah. don't know if we'll hear anything from them, but happy early Mother's Day to all the moms listening out there. Yeah. And to you, Rachel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know. It's like, Are you doing anything this weekend? We're trying to figure it out. We might go into Boston to this um, Arnold Arboretum there and go see the lilacs, but I think we might try to go on a not not on Mother's Day. We're trying to figure it out. But yeah, that Mother's Day so is nice. so fun. I just would yeah. love peonies. Matt, if you're listening, bouquet of peonies. That's all I care about. Ooh. Flowers. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Anyways, yeah. So a lot of news to get into. It's really – I'm I feel like we talked obviously last week a ton about the Cambridge's anniversary, 10 years. But then as we called it, we were like, there'll definitely be a new portrait of Kate and William. But Roberta, whoa, <laughs> they delivered. This is we exactly what we needed. Yeah. Uh, portraits, video, we got it all. Uh, so first up, I want to talk about the portraits. They were shot by Chris Floyd, a UK photographer. And I really liked his anecdote that he visited Cambridge for the first time on the day he was asked to do the shoot. So it was like this sort of juxtaposition of like, you know, the Cambridge is calling while you're in Cambridge. I loved that. <laughs> it's like the universal lines at that moment. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I was thinking of my first visit to Cambridge where I bought, I actually, the reason I remember it so vividly is because I bought a leather jacket from Reese in honor of Kate Middleton, basically. Oh I checked God. out the store because I knew she loved it. And then I was like, oh, shoot, I really like this leather jacket. And it was like the splurgiest splurge that I could ever do for myself. But I was on vacation, <laughs> you know, like vacation brain. You're like, I deserve it. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, uh, but so this photo was supposedly taken the week of their actual anniversary on April 29th at Kensington Palace. In particular, I thought what was really amazing was the side-by-side that if you put it up against their shot with Mar- their Mario Testino engagement photo from 10 years ago. Whether it was intentional or not, they really mirrored that look. 
Yeah, the same kind of poses too, which was really sweet. Although this one had a little bit more PDA. It did have PDA, which was bold for the Cambridges. Very bold. I don't know if we've ever seen them this close before. They were doing like a sitting but spooning at the same time. Oh, yeah, another picture. Yeah. It definitely, like, you really felt the love, the comfort. It was incredibly emotive for them, and they just seemed really, like, comfortable in their own skin in the images to me. They really did. And I loved, loved, loved her dress. I, I That's like my style to a T. I just am obsessed with that like floral midi dress yeah, style. Yeah, it was from Ghost. And I was, again, like, I, you know, it kind of proves like the Kate Middleton effect is alive and well because instantly I saw the dress. I was like, it's from Ghost. Let me see if it's still in stock. And it wasn't. It was an oldie, <gasps> an oldie but a goodie. Um, and I also happened to notice because William had his um, – it was a unique – and I'm going to comment on William's fashion as well. He usually has like a white or plaid collared top with his traditional sweater, but he mm-hmm. had a chambray like sort of denim looking top, uh, Ooh, collared shirt casual under his sweater. <laughs> and also just the blue color palette in general, you know, it was yeah. very soft and but well coordinated. And I feel like just, you know, it was a masterclass in photo shoot dressing for me. Did you notice the necklace? Did you read up yes, on that? Yes, that like yeah. star. $12,000. Do you, do we think that was an anniversary gift? I thought so. I, I thought so. You know, people were saying that she had the earrings last year. The earrings are also like $30,000, which is wild. So I'm, I'm a little confused by that. But they're the um, Asprey of London Daisy Heritage earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had them last year in March. So the people earrings, were like, oh, she's right? had the – yeah, the earrings. So they were like, she's had the necklace the whole time because of the – like she had the set. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe William did something sweet and completed the set for her for yeah, the anniversary. That would be really nice. That would be really sweet. Who knows? I know. Um, I think the thing for me when I look at those photos, though, is just like, it's like I have this sort of like, oh, this is a great, you know, portrait of these two and sort of look at how happy they are. But it's hard for me to not think of like the mounting pressure in particular on Kate and William because the future of the monarchy really does rest with them and sort of Mm -hmm. transitioning into the, you know, carrying it on with future generations and all of that. It just feels like, you know, I can't help but think like, what will their life look like 10 years from now? Yeah, at their 20-year anniversary. I know, I know. It does feel like that. It feels like a lot more attention is on them than on Charles and Camilla. And I think for that that reason, they do – I mean, they are putting so much out there. We've seen new pictures of Louis. We've seen new pictures of the couple. We've seen a video of them. Let's get into the video because – that is like made my month or year, maybe my year. How many times did you watch? I think I've watched it like 12 times. Yeah. At least. Same, same. It was on loop for a while while I sat well, my like, favorite in bed. is all the coverage where like, I, I can't remember which newspaper, but the videographer, I think Will Bohr shot, mm-hmm. he posted a photo of the actual newspaper with all the pictures where they screen grabbed like every sort of frame and it was for their spread on the Cambridge's video. And I was like, Oh, interesting. That's so smart. But everyone's kind of screen grabbing those shots, but it really like the soft. So I want to know, I want to know if you do the same thing I do. When you found out it was Will War, did you go to his Instagram and then scroll through his feed and then find out who his girlfriend is and then find out who his friends are and then go to their Instagram? Of course. Yeah. (laughs) What is, I did the same thing for Chris Floyd. I was like, I want to know everything about you. I do that with all of the, you know, like every, like I, I like was like, oh, his girlfriend's pretty like, oh, they just got married. Like, it's just so bizarre. I feel but I think that it's like, you kind of want to trace sort of how they're choosing. But I think that that is also the whole thing 
think about the royals, it's like all of these choices that they make, whether it's fashion or photographer, you know, the Sussexes are particularly great at picking, you know, these these uh, paths, but all of them about that connect to these you know, causes or, Other or all people, these things. Yeah. 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 Like so, shining a spotlight on that. We'll get exactly. into that more with the kids book. Christian Robinson. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited to talk about that. Yeah. But I think that it, it is really fascinating. I think that that's the idea, right? You go down that rabbit hole of following to figuring I out. But, but anyways, I just felt like this video is, it shows that they really are kind of influencers. <laughs> like this was like the definitive moment where you're seeing them. I, I can't help but view them like that, especially the kids. I know, I know. I saw a lot of people call this like the Cambridge music video. Yes. Or like It's like very, the, I mean, you. it is ideal. Like you, mm-hmm. it's the perfect family. It's a beautiful setting. Like it just is like so, it's so lovely to watch. It's so calming too. The music is really great. I just, it, it was. Oh, I, was it was, also like the ultimate PR play? Like I, I thought, I kept, this is my thing about it. As like, I just wanted to get into it a little bit is that, like seeing this video, which was a total surprise, it did feel to me a lot like a nod to Prince Philip where they, you know, flashback to 1969 when Prince Philip pushed the family at the recommendation of their publicist to do the royal family documentary. And, you know, looking back at that, it came at a time the concept was to soften and modernize the royal family. And Mm. it was also when the royals kind of were coming across as stuffy against the, you know, wild and crazy backdrop of the 60s. I just felt like this video coming at the time, obviously you can't, you know, their anniversary is in the calendar. It's not about that. And they Definitely, you know, we could tell from what they were wearing that this was shot the same day they took their Christmas portraits. So this was in the works for a while. But I did feel like it had those undertones of sort of like not a political campaign, but it was, you know, it's showing the future of the monarchy. And how can you not like it? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's really hard to (laughs) – we – I mean – I think we can be critical of them, but also it's like, oh my gosh. Like, I just, I think that it absolutely makes people fall in love with them. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's brilliant. Like, I definitely think it's brilliant. Like, but I think that it just, like, it's not at all to be critical. I think that it's just kind of the, the, I felt like the Cambridges found their way to sort of, do what the royal family documentary set out to do, which was to give a glimpse of their family life, but also not too much. And then also it kind of underscored, you know, we just read the Andrew Morton biography about Elizabeth and Margaret. And the thing that always stuck with me from that and sort of knowing about them is that King George VI was always like, it's us four. And I feel like the Middleton... Mm. You know, the Middleton family, the Cambridge family. I'm like, <laughs> it feels kind of like the, the Middleton, Middleton family. family. <laughs> but it was like, it feels like their family life is such a part of who they are. And it's genuine. Like, they're kind of like mm. us five a little bit. Well, I and I and I meant when I said be yeah. critical, like in the past, in the past few months after the Oprah interview, I feel like it's a really hard time for them. William had that off the cuff response to mm-hmm. a reporter when asked about it. And mm-hmm. it was not it was not a sufficient or. Um, you know, acceptable as a response to it. So I think, you know, this definitely is a PR campaign at the end of the day. They've been sitting on this video since November, you know, so we know that they were thinking about when's the best. And, and we don't know if it was always going to be the 10 year anniversary release, but it does. I mean, it does definitely feel like a PR play for sure. And and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Very genuine way because I don't think that anything in the video is fake. So let's talk quickly about favorite moments from the video. Okay. Oh, favorite moment. Well, I love the scenery. So we were, when the video first came out, I texted you and we were like, where is this? It's so beautiful. Is it Cornwall? Is it like, but it's Norfolk. The beach is around there just 
so gorgeous and secluded. It looked really, there were just only a few people in the background. So that was really lovely. Um, I also love the dog. That yes, the dog. We don't know. Controversy. Is it? I know. We don't know if it's Lupo or not. I think it probably is because of the timing of it. But so the new dog was born in May. I had to look back at James mm-hmm. Middleton's Instagram to see that. So it would have been, let's see. If it was filmed in November, he would have been six months old. Yeah. And so. And we know that they had them early. Like they they had the dog for a while before Lupo passed away. I don't know. I saw that a lot of people thought it was for sure Lupo. So I, I don't know. I know. Do I've se- Well, I've seen a couple of different ways, different places saying, it. oh, no, it's for sure the new dog. So I don't know. What it, write I us just in, hope write we get a name guys. soon. Yeah. yeah. I just Let us know your thoughts on that. I also just, you know, quickly, I just love that it kind of felt like a Barbour commercial, like their jackets and on the beach. And then when Kate was walking with the fedora, I instantly thought of the sound of music, like when they're climbing that hill and it's so breezy <laughs> and it just felt like she's leading the kids, holding their hands. And um, But even just the kids in general, you know, George, all their personalities for me really shown through, like George kind of looking kind of wistful, looking out at the water and Charlotte, the shot where she's like walking up the dunes and she kind of makes a beeline. Look, it looks like it got cut, but she goes to make like a silly face at the camera. All of that. I just, I really liked in Louie, of course. I like the marshmallows Louis. too. I thought that was really sweet. And then Kate and Louie running was so cute where so she catches cute. up to him and he's laughing hysterically and like topples over. It's just, yeah. Uh, the scene with George, I love that you mentioned that because I forgot that I, when I first saw it, I felt like it was like future king vibes because he's like looking yes. out over the beach like it's his kingdom. I don't know. Yes. I just, I got chills a little bit <laughs> from love that. that. I was like, ah, oh, that's good. That's yeah. Good. But, but all in all, I just felt like, you know, one of the things that feels so calming to me about the Cambridges is the fact that they have this grounding in family. And I think that that's something that, you know, we know that Prince William and Prince Harry didn't have it so much with what happened with their parents' marriage. And I think just kind of seeing the the union that William shares with Kate is really wonderful. It's hard not to have a positive reaction to that. I know. It seems and very to see equal. That, and to see that like in this – in the last 10 years, like look at – I mean – not that they've just accomplished having three kids, but like, look at how, how, what they've built together. Like, I think that that's so lovely and so heartwarming that they've built this like, you know, beautiful world for themselves with the, with these kids that are so delightful and they seem so good natured and so good humored. And it just, it feels like it's like, here's, you know, here's what we've done in the last 10 years. And it's really incredible. It's yeah. they've raised these incredible kids and 40 seconds. And, are, and they demonstrated all that. Just 40 yeah. second clip. <laughs> that's it. That's how long. Yeah. It's a jacket. It's so short. <laughs> I'm like, we need wow. more. <laughs> I'm like, is, is it a full length movie? I've watched it that many times that yeah. it could be. <laughs> oh, I loved it. Okay. Last, really quickly, we also got a beautiful birthday portrait of Princess Charlotte. She is six years old. It was interesting that this time it wasn't released on the Kensington Palace Instagram account because Prince William was participating in England soccer's social media boycott due to racism and abuse. Uh, But we instead, it was released just formally by Kensington Palace. So we saw in the caption that it was taken that weekend. So it was very last minute lady, Kate Middleton snapping it. And, you know, Charlotte, just that smile, her Rachel Riley dress, which was very, you know, floral. I loved all of that. And and it had even like a little uh, little Peter Pan collar. <laughs> By the which, way, I'm, I'm which kind of wearing one right now. now. I yes, forgot to mention about- that. Oh, just 
No, I Your mean, I'm, I'm, I dressed for the occasion today because I was sent a beautiful sweatshirt from the brand Sleeper, and it's a nod to a- Diana's 80s fashions. What do you think? The, the, <laughs> I mean, the Peter Pan collar is kind of cool, and this is re- detachable. Oh, it's yeah, that is nice. I like the, the it. The sweatshirt it adds just is a little... so comfortable. Well, it adds like a zoom flare. We always oh, thank talk about you. Like, it's like a zoom top, yeah. Right, a zoom top because you need like a fancy collar. For yeah, like, you guys should check it top. out. It's I, I like the Peter Pan collar, but Charlotte was kind of wearing one. And I wait, think- was that I want to ask? Was the sleeper brand specifically calling out Princess Diana? Like that was their goal? Is to- this line within the sleeper brand? That's They're so an athleisure brand. Yeah, so I they are doing. Yeah, definitely check it out. They're doing an homage to Diana's eighties fashion. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Continue with Charlotte. No, just I think the only other thing is just like her hair. It was so it's so long and it was not, you know, you contrast these photos with what her birthday portraits were last year, you know, which were, you know, remember she was delivering the pasta and they were much more formal. Her hair was not done. I mean, it's a little girl, but it was like styled by her parents likely but i think that this was more like wild and carefree charlotte which i love and she had tights on in the last one it was a very if it was the light was a lot darker it Mm -hmm. did feel a lot more buttoned up and and maybe more serious because of us going right into a pandemic instead of kind of coming out of one so it did feel maybe like the tone matched what was happening in the world but i do love that it's a solo shot of prince princess charlotte and also that she just like steals the show every time she's such a scene stealer like she with her little wave with the video of her walking up to the videographer in the cambridge video they just released i think that she's truly like she is the next generation of royal women and i think that that is so clear that she's going to be such a delight for us to watch oh grow my gosh. up you know absolutely absolutely and we did hear from william that they did actually celebrate this year they had another family over so they, he's, he mentioned that at an event with Aston Vila, so. That's good. For her birthday. For her birthday. Nice. Um, who do you think she looks like, though, in this picture? I feel like everyone's saying she looks like William. I see such a blend. Yeah. I saw When I saw comparisons to the queen, I thought that that was kind of yes. interesting because I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of see that, too. Something about the mouth. Yeah. And Beth and Holt, if anyone wants to look it up, did a great sort of tribute to floral fashion and how many times the royals have worn it over the years and there's great you know shots of the queen and diana and everyone and now charlotte charlotte is following in their footsteps i love it all right two quick sussex updates first we had global citizens vax live concert which was recorded last sunday and is going to air on may 8th rachel are you gonna watch live I hope so. I would love to. I, I think that this is a great idea in general. I Beyond Prince Harry, I would love to see J-Lo. Yeah. <laughs> love everything Gomez. about I know, J-Lo. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for all of them, honestly. And yeah. Biden and Jill. Yeah. Um, Harry addressed vaccinated frontline workers in a speech at SoFi Stadium in LA on May 2nd. The vaccine must be distributed to everyone everywhere. We cannot rest or truly recover until there is fair distribution to every corner of the world. He did receive a really, really warm welcome from the healthcare workers that were there, which I do think, you know, it feels like we as Americans are so, so accepting of the Sussexes, whereas 
in the UK, there's still a lot of bitterness, especially in the tabloids. So, I mean, they criticize that, oh, he's going to be, you know, celebrity, you know, he wants to do concerts and he wants to be like Bono. Like it just Was there a lot of negative coverage about this event in particular? There was that. There was just that like Harry's like, he's letting the celebrity go to his head. Like he, he. Yeah. And it's just like they are co-chairs of this event. Like they've been working behind the scenes to the whole point of the event is to get vaccines to other countries that don't have enough vaccines. And they've been helping plan that. Yeah. And they're lending their celebrities to a really, really important cause. So it's like, how can you criticize? So Harry also talked about the devastating toll in India from coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. I can't stop thinking about that. (laughs) It's yeah, it's terrible and i think i mean his dad also drew attention to that prince charles Mm -hmm. wrote a note um but he talked about that in his speech he talked about misinformation about vaccines he said it's a global humanitarian crisis the misinformation about the vaccines he said that we owe healthcare heroes an incredible debt of gratitude and while we didn't see megan on stage she is supposed to make an appearance via video recording when it airs on may 8th so it's coming i can't wait for that i just want to see any any Megan glimpse of Megan is exciting. That's worth watching for. And I love this tidbit. Harry was seen backstage taking pics with fans before he went on. So, oh, <laughs> so sweet. I know. Were those fans Selena Gomez? Because I heard that she was really excited about them, yeah. <laughs> them being a part of it. <laughs> Which, when other celebrities like fangirl celebrities, that that makes my day. I don't. Know also, why. were they selfies? Because that's like a huge thing for them, right? Because they were that's no right. longer allowed. They before they couldn't take a selfie, but now they couldn't take a selfie. They're free. They, <laughs> they couldn't ride a bus. Supposedly, is what he said. <laughs> didn't Double carry cash. Gosh, yeah. let's revisit uh, the James Corden special again. Oh, for sure. That was such a joy. (laughs) One year later. Um, Okay, and then the final update is Megan's first book. Oh, Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe she is an author. It's like all of a sudden, like, the book is written and being printed. Like, it wasn't even like, oh, she's working on a book. It's, like, done. So it's it's really exciting. So The Bench is based on a poem Megan wrote for Harry last Father's Day about the special bond between fathers and sons, and it is out June 8th. Reminder that Father's Day is June 20th. It's going to come up fast. I already know it. I'm going to be scrambling. Yeah. Um, it's Random House, published by Random Penguin Random House, and what a win for that publisher. I cannot believe I know. That they got that. I think it was just so exciting to get a press release in our inboxes that was like Megan, the Duchess of Sussex, you know, like to see her name show up in our inbox about something that, you know, another accomplishment of hers. But also like she clearly wins every celebration, every occasion. She wrote Harry a poem for Father's Day. It made me feel like, what am I doing? for? And then turn it into a book like that he'll be able to keep Setting forever. the bar it's just really... high for all of yes. us. <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks, Megan. Jeez. Um, the book is already a bestseller. It's the fastest selling book in the last 20 You can hours. pre-order That's it. I should have pre-ordered it. What was I thinking? I was like, oh, I'll wait till June 8th. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going Drop to. The ball. I, have you heard of Christian Robinson? He's yes, a so illustrator. Last Stop on Market Street is on – we have like a very dedicated shelf that is on display of book uh, picture book favorites, and that's mm-hmm. one of the like eight in the mix that we look at every day, and we read that frequently. The illustrations are – stunning and and so I know that good. I'm supposed to be looking at you know Megan and the words on the page and I am excited about that but in the sample pages we saw the illustrations are are everything they're beautiful and I love they're watercolor too stunning stunning and he's a Caldecott award winner he used to work uh for Pixar Animation Studios, Sesame Street Workshop. So he has an incredible bio. The videos of him, he was 
a video on Good Morning America the other day. Just so, so talented. I'm so excited to have my hands on the book. But also, I think I might buy the audiobook because Megan narrates it herself and it's only $5. Oh, I Money mean, well spent. Yeah. We know how lovely her voice is. She's got, you know, that talent too. <laughs> yeah, right. The preview, uh, there's two pages on Amazon that you can preview. And one has a red-headed man in an army uniform and camouflage playing with a redheaded child and then a woman watching from the window. Do you think that's supposed to be Harry? I think it likely is. I mean, I feel like a redheaded guy in a uniform, I would think that that's insinuating Harry. Every, everyone's saying it is. Yeah. I think it is too. I think Seems that's really for sweet. sure. Um, in her statement about the book, Megan said, Christian layered in beautiful and ethereal watercolor illustrations that capture the warmth, joy, and comfort of the relationship between fathers and sons from all walks of life. This representation was particularly important to me, and Christian and I worked closely to depict this special bond through an inclusive lens. I love that she says, my hope is that it resonates with every family, no matter the makeup. So it's just, it's very inclusive. It's very sweet. She's billed on the press release as a mother, wife, feminist, and activist. Now she can add author to that list. Um, The bench, though, made me recall the Time 100 video they recorded where they were sitting on a bench outside. I thought uh, maybe that's what it was based. Well, no, because she wrote it last Father's Day, so they wouldn't have had the Montecito house yet. Yeah, but maybe they've just always had seen a lot of value in having that sort of bench in your yard for everyone to kind of sit on together as a family. You know, you always have a bench. Like, that's That's unique. That's true. Yeah. Um, Of course, of course, Pierce Morgan is livid about (laughs) the book. Which like this it's just ends funny. me. Like what's wrong? <laughs> How dare she write a sweet, lovely children's book? He's saying that she's a hypocrite because obviously her father-daughter relationship is uh, is non-existent really right now. But lest we forget, her father is the one who caused this entire rift between them. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's the one who accepted money from the tabloids to take those pictures. So I don't think that that's fair at all. It's just, it's, it's, of course, anything she does is going to, this is a perfect example of something that's so innocent and so like kind and wonderful and for children and it's they sick, can't honestly it. like come it's on sick. yeah it's sick. i mean it's just this is ridiculous anyways uh yeah but do we think she'll go on a book tour because she is i she doesn't need she, it for sales let's just say that that's what i was <laughs> i was like she doesn't even need to do it but if she did the timing of it with her pregnancy so i was thinking my like personal just guess was that she would give birth at the end of this month at the end of may I think we're looking at May or early – end of May or early June. I feel like everyone keeps That's saying she's guess. heavily pregnant. She couldn't go in person to the Vax Live event. Like, I definitely think it's – we're it's coming up pretty quick, yeah. So maybe she won't even need to do – But maybe she'll just go over to her friend Oprah's house and do, like, a little <laughs> interview with Oprah about her book. I mean, Oprah's book club. Or I was thinking, like, Reese Witherspoon's book club. Oh, Will she have her gosh. on? Like, she could just do some of these virtually and get maybe a with lot Gail of bang King. for her buck. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, I loved that. Van- last thing I'll say is that Vanity Fair, a source close to the Sussexes, revealed that she's keen to write even more books. This is just the start. And she actually is really keen to write books for adults as well. I love, so I love her. I mean, we got a glimpse. I mean, who knows how much she worked, at, how many drafts, how much she worked with her editor. I mean, obviously, you and I are writers, so we know that side of the of the biz. But like her New York Times piece, <laughs> it was so – I mean, well-written. I just thought it was a piece of art, so work of art. 
It's funny too. She's kind of following randomly in the Duchess of York. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, do you think that she called Fergie for advice? I mean, Fergie definitely has sort of the stake in the ground on kids' books for the royal family. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure publishers were blowing up Megan's inbox before this. Yeah, and it also seems like Fergie and Megan potentially have a good relationship just based on Mm. that Oprah interview where she was like kind of jokey with her about the curtsy and teaching her outside and stuff like that. And did you know that Prince Charles also penned a children's book? Oh, yes. Yes. In 1980. Yeah. It was the man. What is it called? The old man of Lochnagar. I don't know how to say that. So that's it. That's it. Don't the add old, me, as they it, say, it, as, the kids, <laughs> as the kids say. As, as the youths say. Um, all right. We should move on. Before yes. we adjourn the royal pod here, highs and lows. It's time for the royal highs and lows. My low this week is just that there were two more royal lodge intruders. And I'm more so worried about the queen. Yes. So, a 31-year-old man and his 29-year-old girlfriend broke into the grounds of Royal Lodge, close to where the queen goes for walks with her corgis. From the sun, it says the couple wandered around for ages before anyone spotted them and police were called. You have to wonder what on earth is going on up there. I do wonder what on earth is going on up there. I know. Because last week, you, your low was that there was a breach from a woman claiming her name was Irene Windsor and yeah. that she was Andrew's girlfriend. Um, and she talked her way into the Royal Lodge. A source also told the son, this is an astonishing lapse. Everyone was on high alert after the first intruder, and now this happens? Heads could roll. It is unforgivable. It really is. The queen is there. My mother-in-law's favorite expression is, heads are going to roll. She's Australian. Heads, roll. <laughs> heads are going to roll. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> uh, my low is kind of personally personal-based, but... um. So ever since we saw, again, that paparazzi photo of Megan and Archie, I definitely don't agree with the fact that there was a paparazzi photo, but someone did ID Archie's hippo backpack. And as you know, Finn is obsessed with hippos. And so I did a little detective work, the, you know, the Archie effect, we could call it, and <laughs> oh, um, and found the hippo backpack. But this was the surprise of all surprises. It was still in stock, right? I was like, mm. what? And it's, all, it's not even that expensive. It was like... I mean, it was it was reasonable for, you know, I think it was like in, in the $30 range for a backpack. And the the downside is it does not, the brand Trixie does not ship to the United States. It's like clicking. a European, it's a Spanish brand. Let me click this link real quick. Yeah, I, I threw the link in there for you. Oh my God. It's, it's so, so cute, right? Cute. And, and Finn is starting school oh. in the fall that I was like, oh, what what a delight if I like surprise him with a hippo backpack because he loves it has them like so a much. little hippo face yeah. on the top with of the, the little backpack ears. With the little ears sticking out. It's kind of like a sage green. It's so Wait, and cute. on the back of the backpack, there's a tail. It's, a hippo it's tail. like it's a treasure and it doesn't ship here. And I was like, maybe Ugh, I could ship it to the UK, but it's like 28 euros to ship it. It's almost the cost of the backpack to ship it to the UK. So it just seems like it's not going to happen unless. A U.S. brand How decides to carry it. How did she get her hands on this? That's what I'm wondering. Friends, I don't know, friends in Spain, something like that. Maybe, or when they were in they, the U.K. They gifted it to her. It's really, oh, it's really darling. Sweet. So that was my low that I, I had to let it go. Oh, that is a, that's a little <laughs> low. Um, my high this week is we just saw a new picture of Kate from the back. It's her, her uh, Nursing Now campaign. It's the end of a three-year campaign. I just want to say my high is that her hair looks stunning. We got quite and, a hair shot in that. And you can see even like the bobby pins and where she placed them. So I need to try out this. I hairstyle. feel like your hair is really thick, and it could really, you could make that work. Oh, or the thank little you. like the little flounce that she does with the. the I, twist. I'm finally getting a haircut after a year. I'm holding up my split. You want to see my? Story. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's God. like a this nightmare. Is 
so bad. Yeah. Is, I didn't even brush my hair. <laughs> I love Roberta just being like, here's my split in and yeah. into the camera. That's not my high. My high is that Kate's hair is amazing. She's mastered the quarantine hairstyling herself. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really She doesn't need any great. outside help anymore. She's got it. No, she's got it. Uh, my high, it is the birthday episode, Roberta, is the carousel that Princess Eugenie posted in honor of Jack Brooks Banks' birthday on May so 3rd. Good. I know. He turned 34 this week, and I just loved the repeat seeing August in his uh, you know, August sweater. I just love mm. that cursive handwriting. It's very kind of lingua franca for me. I yes. guess it, the sweater is actually from Etsy, though, from a place called called Uncool Wool, um, so cute. which is on pause for orders. I checked. <laughs> so, oh, really? Okay, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna yeah, look you, after this to see if I could get. Well, I think for my niece. I think something. they resume in May, so you should check it out. Okay. Uh, but I just, I love those pictures, and also, was that was that a shot of Frogmore Cottage with Jack walking around with all those daffodils? Is that the grounds at Frogmore? So stunning. I love Jack. Me too. He's just I love their relationship. I feel like they just also seem like really solid together. Elizabeth Holmes reminded me in her post that he put on his glasses to see her walk down the aisle. Just like so, so sweet. Also him being a Casamigos ambassador, and it is Cinco de Mayo today. So, Ooh, ha- oh, Feliz right. Dia de Cinco de Mayo. I know there's a lot of holidays and birthdays. It birthdays is really and Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> I love and it. Mother's Day. And, and Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Oh. All right. Just a reminder before we close, leave us a royal rating. Remember Ready, to please. subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast. It has truly been a delight today to talk I with know. You, this has been so fun. It brightened my the dreary weather outside for me. I know. I'm sure after we record, some huge royal news is going to break. Always. So always. We'll cover it next week. <laughs> you can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com. Until next week. God save the pod! Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.